Hey guys, this is your host Avery and Keely, and this is Unsolved and Unexplained. This podcast may be graphic and intense for some listeners as it includes assault, suicide, and paranormal activities. Please listen at your own risk. LA, as we both know, is like really high in population, and so is the crime rate, which makes it a lot, which makes, I don't want to like give excuses, but like it makes more sense for all these things to be happening Yeah. with the, yeah, with like the crime rate. The more people, the more crime. Yeah. Knowing that though, let's just hop right into it. So the Biltmore, Biltmore Hotel, excuse me, it's actually the Millennium Biltmore Hotel, was built in 1940, no, it was built in 19, it was, it was 1922, yeah, and the Cecile was built actually two years later in uh, 1924, Mm -hmm. and these hotels were super, like, these were, like, the jewels of LA, like, they brought in a ton of well-known people and well-known guests and parties, and they brought in, like, a lot of money, but a lot of weird stuff continued to happen there over the years there were like how how many suicides were there or like deaths so there were like 16 like over all of them like there were 16 like i don't know how to explain it there like, was murders suicides and paranormal events combined them there were all 16 of those like 16 super well-known yeah, ones right no events yeah yeah there's even and, a wikipedia article actually That's wiki Uh wiki out um (laughs) but in the biltmore actually so one i think that's really well known between the two hotels is the black dahlia case um which is the death of uh, elizabeth short is her name and there are a lot of articles about it there's one on bbc news that i know of for sure that you can actually look up and read through it's a good article it's there's even one on the fbi page like it's a pretty description like it's a good description but for the fbi page i thought it was like yeah i would think it'd be more thorough right just kind of like oh yeah uh she was kind of murdered yeah in half but yeah <laughs> but um a lot of the, like the information that we're going to be talking about today i have gotten a lot of mine from uh youtubers that i watch and i know you might think they're not super credible but a lot of the information from the videos and the events that happened in them are actually really, really good. So, before we get into the actual murder cases, um, sorry, she is proceeding to grab a pretzel. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, the Billmore, the Millennium Biltmore Hotel has had, like, a lot of paranormal events. So, being built in the early 1900s, um this was known for like being a place where the mafia and the mob would go and it actually are there secret tunnels there are actually so in the hotel like throughout the hotel there are like series of different secret passageways and tunnels so that people could get through the hotel unknowingly and like i know there's one i think it's in the i think it's in the gold like ballroom Mm-hmm. And it's behind a curtain, I think. Like, behind these curtains are, like, these doors. And I think this one, le- like, leads up. It's, like, a staircase. And it leads straight to just this, like, empty room with a single chair and a single light in it. So you can imagine that being, like, an interrogation room. Or just, like, you can even, like, picture in your head 
like the mafia and like the mob and like men counting like their money and this alcohol that would have been stored in this room that would have been illegal at the time. Of course. So there are just, there are a lot of weird passageways and I know a lot of them actually have not been like found today, but there are some employees that do know about it. And actually in one of the videos, there's an employee that's worked there for like 10 years and and she has had like a lot of different experiences and she said one of her co-workers in one of the ballrooms because obviously they were held like obviously a lot of people would be in them at one time for certain events and they actually the guy got had gotten a new phone the employee had gotten a new phone and was taking pictures of some of the ballrooms and on one of the pictures he actually got two like almonds or not almonds but like omens i think but oh yeah they were like you could see the figures standing in this picture and it was somewhat but there's a word for it when you can see like a spirit or spirit yeah so like we'll just say spirit for now but it was actually a man and i think a boy Mm -hmm. and they were dressed nicely and whatever for the event that had been like that would have been going on there whenever they were there and he actually got pictures of them, but they weren't actually people in, like, the ballroom. Like, the yeah, ballroom they weren't, was empty. like, physically there. Yeah, but you could see them on, like, the camera. So, this is just, like, one of the instances, but the worker that, like, the worker that had been telling these stories, the lady, um, she also said that this is a really well-known case in the hotel. So, there was one lady that was staying there with her husband because I think he was start or er, gonna audition for like America's Got Talent. Really? Yeah. How long ago was this? I think it was in I think it was in twenty thirteen. Oh, so not that long ago. I was gonna say because definitely in the nineteen twenties they did not have America's Got Talent. No. Okay. I think it might it was in like it was in the early twenty tens. I think. Okay. It might have been twenty eleven. Okay. But I'm not I'm not 100% sure on what the date is of this, but she had apparently fallen. So there are these little background of where she fell. There are these staircases, I think, on the sides of the hotel that are just spiraled staircases, but they're like a square spiral. So like you can see it like going around the outside and then there's the hole that's straight in the middle. They said that she fell off of like the 11th or 10th floor and fell down to like the third floor and obviously she had died and yeah. when the reports came out about it they said that she got vertigo which i if you don't know vertigo vertigo is yeah. it's like a detachment of a muscle to in your ear to some other muscle near like your brain and stuff and I it actually it, i'm not sure exactly what muscle but i know what you're talking about like it disconnects from your brain basically yeah like and that. it creates like severe like dizziness and nausea yeah. and she's and they said that she had fallen over the railing because she had gotten vertigo from like looking down and like it just it obviously all like just kind of got bad but in the youtubers like video they had gone to the stair one of the staircases that she would have fallen and the railing is actually like three feet high so this lady this lady probably not being six foot plus i don't know how she would have fallen over 
a railing that is like three feet high because that's like to your waist and up. Yeah, that's pretty suspicious. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know. I definitely couldn't fall over a three foot railing because I'm five one and most women are like five four. I think. Yeah. So falling over a three foot railing, if you even leaned on it, it would almost reach like it's your waist to your like lower chest, mm -hmm. like your stomach area. And I don't feel like your top half of your body would be top heavy enough to swing the rest of you over that railing. Maybe someone else swung her over. Who knows? That's just another <laughs> thing. Like, the reports of the vertigo, like, a lady getting vertigo, that, that seems, seems... like such a cheap excuse, almost. It, it really does. So, like, I feel like something else could have happened, too. Well, this is 20, like, 2010, so, like, did they have cameras at all? I don't... That's also a crazy thing. Like, a camera in a hotel is a normal thing. They have yeah. cameras in hallways, stairwells, uh -huh. elevators, like, everything. But, like, for them to not have seen what had possibly happened is quite crazy. It's kind of concerning, to be honest. It is kind of concerning, because, like, I, I just feel like it... Game. Yeah, I just feel like it doesn't really add up. And there's another instance of a lady. I'm pretty sure this lady was homeless. Mm -hmm. But she was, like, kind of... She was kind of nutty. But there are, like, instances in this hotel where people just kind of go nuts. Mm -hmm. So this lady was sitting on, like, the floor of what, like, on the floor of one of the floors in the hotel. And she was actually, like, sitting and she was, like, mumbling and kind of, like, swaying back and forth. But the employee had said that she was drawing on the walls in blood. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, it was, like, her own bodily fluid blood. That's concerning. How, my, like, first, when I first hear that, I think that she's, like, being possessed or some sort of sort of paranormal thing or maybe, like, something wrong with her brain because... Or she just, she has to be some, like, there has to be something, something going on in her head to make her want to draw on a hotel wall in blood. Yeah, there's something not right there. <laughs> and it's not like she had, like, cut her arm or something. It was a specific area that this blood was coming yeah. from if you get what we're trying to say if you get what we're trying it's to put down it's a normal womenly function yes that happens like every few weeks yes exactly and she was drawing on it with that on the walls with that blood which don't that's me. just that that's just slightly psychotic don't yeah, you think it's just a tad i don't know <laughs> so i just i don't understand what would make somebody want to do that in this hotel and like, it could be a coincidence that it had been this hotel. Like, if it was another hotel, maybe, whatever. But I just, it feels just weird to me. And there's, the last one with a person that I'll talk about. There was a man who had come into this hotel. And the employee had said that he had been on some drugs. Probably a mix of drugs and alcohol, she said. Because he obviously didn't look in his mind, like, in this state of, in the correct state of mind. He didn't look to be, like, very present. He walked in with a gash on his head. Oh, so he right. was, like, he was bleeding bad. And so the worker obviously asked, like, do you need me to call the police? Or, like, do you need an ambulance? And he said, no, no, please don't call any ambulances. And normally people don't want you, if they're hurt, they don't want you calling anything because they're on drugs. And, the, and, the, and you'll see that they're on drugs oh. once they get to the hospital so they can then be arrested for, you like, illegal substances and things like that. So this man had just gone, right? Like, that had to have been a rough day for that guy. So this man just, like, went up to his room. So the worker went and then checked on him later. And he was, like, 
couldn't stand. Like he was like running into the walls in his room, was bleeding everywhere, got it all over the room, like just like could not stand. So he had like fallen over and his employee had to hold this man's like bloody head like in her hands and like get gauze and stuff and try and like stop it Mm -hmm. while she called the police. So I'm not saying like the hotel drove him crazy, obviously, because he had came in and was already under like a severe influence of something. But it's just another one, like, why, why this, like... It's like a strange instance. It's just a strange instance. Yes, exactly. And I get that, because there's a lot of those at the Cecil Hotel. Like, there's a few unsolved murders that I know of. Like, there's... Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> like, there's one from... Well, first, there's the Elisa Lamb case, which is probably going to be one of our main points of discussion today. But then there's also one in specific. It's, like, there's this old, like, telephone marketer like she's retired obviously and she's like in her late I think it was either late 60s or 70s and she decided to go to the hotel and you know she usually feeds like birds at the park which is pretty cliche but that's the truth and like her nickname was based off of that I can't I don't I can't recall it right now but with that she was eventually uh brutally like murdered because this wasn't it a, wasn't it like a sexual yeah there was case? like uh signs of brutal rape and like i think she was beaten and i don't really remember but i'm sure there's probably some sort of internal ble- bleeding of some sort and it was just very gruesome and so a few hours after her murder was had supposedly occurred they saw a man walking around in the same park that she had been feeding the birds at and he was covered in bloodstained clothing. So they immediately, immediately like arrested him and tried to charge him for murder. Or I think he was arrested and convicted, but then it was like cleared later. So now it remains unsolved, which is honestly kind of disturbing because how, I don't know. I don't get how they can't find, well, I think this was like the late forties. So it was Oh probably, wow, so this was a while ago. I think so. I don't know if it was, um, you that know if it was before or after the Black Dahlia case? I feel like it might be after, but I gotta look it Cause up. Because the, the Black Dahlia case was in 1947. Yeah, you're right. And so, well, see, there's a whole Wikipedia, like, page dedicated to all of the, like, violence. And, like, yeah, so her name was Pigeon Goldie. Or, um, I think, I'm not exactly sure. I think her name's, like, Goldie Osgood who had a well-known, and this is from the Wikipedia page on the Cecile, um, like, you know, on their violence, and it's talking about who had been a well-known and well-liked long-term resident at the hotel was found dead in her room. She had been raped, stabbed, and beaten, and her room ransacked. A man named Jacques, Jacques uh, B. Ellinger was charged with Osgood's murder, but was later cleared. Her death remains unsolved. Jeez. So that's that's kind this of... was in nineteen sixty four. Okay. So it was after the Black Dahlia, but wow. Yeah, that's that's kind of rough for. That like I hate to be un like, I don't know. I feel like I'm unsincere, but it's just like in these in these cases, like how do you? It's hard to feel an emotional connection to it because first of all, it happened a long time ago. Yeah. Never. These are also they're all awful instances. Yeah. Obviously. And we've never seen them or. You know, we don't have an emotional tie to them, so it's just kind of, like, something up for, like, discussion. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of insensitive to say, but, I mean, 
I think most humans can understand that. Like, if you've heard about, I don't know, other cases and whatnot. But now there's, like, Wikipedia's telling me that there was a serial killer who, like, went to the hotel and stayed there. This Was is like, it possibly Jack the Ripper? Well, his name is Richard Ramirez. Okay, then I'm not sure. Nicknamed the Night Stalker. Oh, shoot. Okay. Which is pretty... That's... Cool name. Oh, girl. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it really does sound like it. Ramirez, here, again, from the Cecile Wikipedia page, uh, Ramirez had been a regular presence on the Skid Row area of Los Angeles, and according to a hotel clerk who claims to have spoken to him, is rumored to have stayed in the so- at the Cecile for a few weeks. Ramirez may have engaged in part of his killing spree while staying there. So he was a serial killer who just stayed there. And then there's a few serial killers who had stayed there, like Jack Un- Untu... I don't that know. might have been Jack the Ripper. I'm Possibly. not sure. Stayed in the Cecile in 1991. Um. Okay, so Jack the Ripper, I'm pretty sure, was throughout the 19th, the 19th century. But he was known to be a serial killer on the streets of London. Oh. But there are a lot of people who theor- sex workers. I'm not sure. I don't know. I I don't know much about Jack the Ripper. Um I'd have to look into it, but he was known for like killing people on the streets in London and things, but a lot of people theor- theorize He's Australian. that I don't know, but a lot of people theorize that Jack the Ripper had also been in LA and killed like the Black Dahlia, things like oh. that. So that that was one theory that some people had had like had spoken about and yeah. thought of, but I they obviously never found who had killed her. Yeah. But um, do you think that the lady that you were talking about, the bird, like, yeah, do you think that she might be one of the people that like haunts the Cecile? Possibly. Because honestly. the Cecile and Bilbo Hotel are both very like haunted and known and for being haunted. And they're close by, which is another thing. I would like yeah, to I think they're like a ten minute walk or something. I think it's a ten minute walk and a seven minute drive away from each other. Only like a couple blocks down. Which is honestly, at first, me and Keely thought, or yeah, me and Keely, we thought um, that they, they were the same home. Yeah. Because they have a very similar architectural design and like so many instances, and they both tie into the Black Dahlia case as well. So it was yeah. just very weird. Just, I just kept looking up, like, are they the same thing? Were they really yeah, we were on that for a couple days yeah. trying was, to find out if they were similar. Yeah. And the Cecile Hotel was like renamed, so now it's like stay on Maine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is what it... So, yeah. when it said, like, it was renamed, I was like, was this the Biltmore Hotel? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it's not. <laughs> but, um, there are instances in both hotels that are haunted. There is a game, a paranormal game, I'll call, that it's called the Elevator Game. Oh, yes. This ties into my case. Yes. Covered. It also ties into Black Yours? Dahlia. Yeah. So it's crazy how these, it's honestly very odd how these two are connected. It's kind of chilling. Yeah, but um, the elevator game, basically, I, do you know any much about it? I don't know how, I'm not exactly I don't know sure. how you're supposed to play it or anything. I looked it up briefly, and I think, like, you enter a few, or, like, you push a few buttons, and then you, like, walk out, and it's supposed to, like, transfer you to a different dimension or something, and usually it's involved with, like, paranormal activity and whatnot, and I think... See, not to get, like, ahead of ourselves, but that, that is, like, very related to the Elisa Lamb case, because she, there's, uh, 
what's it called, footage, security footage of her, like, in an elevator pushing random buttons and seemingly talking to other people and sort of hiding. It's just very unsettling and questionable behavior on her part, and it's just very, I don't know, strange to see. A lot of the viewers that saw it were, like, uncomfortable and, like, unsettled by it, and they thought something was wrong, which is understandable. I could see how that gives off that vibe. Um, a little... Uh, no, I don't, but sorry to interrupt you. You're good. A little, like, backstory on the elevator game, though. You can look up, like, if you want to play it. I wouldn't suggest it uh, because these, these are, this is one of the most famous, like, games to play. Because you have, like, you can, like, play with the Midnight Man, like, the Crow haunting. and th- You have different games that you can play, like the 3 a.m. game, but... Okay, I found the Wikipedia thing on it. Okay, but, but yeah, um, a little bit behind the elevator game, I'm pretty sure from Elizabeth Short, which is the Black Dahlia, and Elisa Lamb, um, I know for my case, anyway, um, the Black Dahlia was, there's a ghost in the hotel that supposedly looks like her. She has black hair and, like, always wears a white dress, mm-hmm. and people spot this, like, spirit or ghost, I maybe, on like certain floors and they see her but she always vanishes into a wall or into the elevator and the elevator is supposedly all it always when people see her walk in it it always goes to like pretty sure the 10th the 6th or the third or second floor yeah and the second floor is also completely blocked off to people because there were a lot of sightings of a nurse on these floors Uh, yeah nurse. oh i remember you telling me about yeah, so, like, a nurse, like, spirit that people used to see, or, like, figure that people used to see on this floor all the time, and this floor is now closed, and I, people say it's, like, an office space now, but I, that's I, yeah, but, like, you can't, you can't get to the second floor from the elevator anymore. The wires to, like, get to it are disconnected. passage to it. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe, okay. Maybe. Um, but you can't get to it from the stairwells either, like, the doors are locked. I don't know, it's kind of just an odd, an odd thing. Um, well, do you want me to elaborate on the elevator game? Yes. There are a lot of rules. Please, please. So, I'm not going to go into a description, like, on each step, but first it goes, press the fourth floor, and it's like, don't proceed if someone enters, or, like, I don't know, there's a lot of, like, specific, if someone, like, enters or leaves, don't continue playing. Yeah. So it goes, press the fourth floor. Oh, you have to play on a, in a building that has 10 or more. Go to the fourth floor, press the second floor, press the sixth floor, back to the second floor, press the 10th floor, press the fifth floor, and seven, on step seven, this is where it gets a little more complicated. If a woman enters the elevator at the fifth floor, do not look at her, do not speak, and do not talk to her. That woman is not a human. If you do, she will decide, she will, she will decide to keep you for her own. Little grammar mix up, but oh well. And then it says press the first floor. The elevator will either ascend or descend. If the elevator reaches the first floor, leave and do not look back. If the elevator reaches the tenth floor, leave and do not respond to the woman if she asks, Where are you going? What's wrong? Her voice will be high when she asks that. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leaves the elevator. If someone does that, start from the beginning. And then it says that you're in the other world. If you're alone, you are in the other world. Electronics won't work in the other world. The other world will, is identical to our world, but there are two differences you will see. Are all the lights will be off, 
The only thing you will be able to see from the window windows is a red cross in the distance. And then there's oh like gosh. stuff on how returning to it, and it's just very... That, okay, that's a lot more that's serious lot. than I thought it would be. Very, it kind of seems like a ritual, almost. It does, I hate it, to say it, but. It does almost seem like a ritual, but rituals are normally to contact somebody. That's yeah. to enter something. Uh -huh. And entering something actually puts you at a lot more of a risk uh -huh. to t bring something back with you. That, okay, I feel like, also, a red cross in the distance. That sounds... If I saw a red cross in the distance anywhere, I would flee to a different country. <laughs> well, like, I, I, I like the, that's just that's oh, that's just weird. We'll get into this later, but it seemed like Elisa Lamb was like she. A lot of people are theorizing that she did the elevator game because, or she was playing it because. She's like pressing random buttons and then like looking out in the hall. Oh my god, yeah, there's that video. Uh -huh. oh, okay, yeah. so there is a video there's online. Footage of yes, so this is where I was wondering why they didn't have footage of the lady falling down the stairs. Yeah. But do you know what like year this happened? Nah, like, you said it was like late 2000. I think it was early, or not late 2010, but I think it was like somewhere in the yeah. 10s. Early 10s, I think. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh yeah, early, not late. But. I, it's just, it all yeah, just the, seems so but it, the footage of, like, in this elevator of this lady, so, Elisa Lamb, she was seen in the elevator pushing, and you can see her just continuously pushing random buttons, she exits yeah. the elevator a couple times to look down the halls, yeah. and enters back in, and just kind of, she has a very weird way, Something's wrong. She, yeah, she has a very weird way of carrying herself during yeah. this video, she looks almost paranoid yeah. about something. And we'll talk about this more later mm -hmm. when we talk about the murders, but... We haven't even gotten to the Black Dolly yet. Yeah, I know. Um, but it's just... The it's paranormal instances, not. there are more in the Biltmore, too. Like, you hear yeah. soldiers marching because you can... They that used like to a stay there. Time during the war, right? Yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of soldiers used to stay in the Biltmore during World War II. Yeah. So people say you can hear soldiers marching mm -hmm. through the hallways at night. And you can also hear parties going on. In the hotel and, like and, and the ballrooms from old parties that used to happen there so these these are just some of the crazy like paranormal instances but um in the next set of speaking we're going to be talking about the black dahlia and mm -hmm. the elizabeth or or elisa lamb. lamb case yes so black dahlia and elisa lamb mm -hmm. so continue listening if you want to know more okay so, so we are sorry for that <laughs> short intermission. Um, we just needed to take a break and gather ourselves. Yeah. But we are back now, and now we are talking about the actual murders. The yes, well-known <laughs> the well-known murders in these hotels. Yeah. So the one that I will be talking <laughs> I, I, I. We'll just be manning it. Yeah. Um, comment as well. But yes. She knows the majority about it, and I know the majority about the other lady case. So. Anyway, continue. Yes, yeah, so I will be talking about the Black Dahlia case. Now, the Black Dahlia case is actually one of LA's, like, most well-known cases. Mm -hmm. Um, and as we were saying earlier, the- Okay. Um, excuse my dog. Ripping my phone off. Ripping voice. this down. But, um, the, like we spoke about earlier, um, the Black Dahlia case actually connects the ho two hotels together 
So, um, a little background. Elizabeth Short is the name of the Black Dahlia. Um, was actually visiting LA, like, was in LA visiting her sister from Boston, I think. And... I think so. Yeah. And so, she was staying at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel, um, but she was actually seen at the Cecile Hotel as well. She was seen in the bar drinking um, for a few nights, I think, right? I think so, yeah. Um, Yeah, because it said multiple days, I think. Yeah. So, she was actually seen in the bar of the Cecile Hotel, but the Biltmore Hotel, she was just staying there visiting her sister. Um, I'm not exactly sure for how long, but... Uh, she was more than was then. She was actually found in a lot next door. This is where it gets brutal. Cut up, cut in half from like the like kind of near your waist. It's yes, like part of the spine where it's like it stops. So like it's you can it's a, you it's can, a spot where you can sever the spine. Yeah, very easily. Um, well, so not. she was like cut in half. She, if you think about the Joker and how he had the scars on the side of his mouth. Her, like she was also different. cut from her from the edges of her mouth to her ears in a smiley. Yeah. It was up to her yeah, like it was up to her ears and I think it was from And she was actually she was actually found by a woman and a child on a walk. Oh yeah. And her So but she she was cut like into pieces. There were like multiple areas on her body that were cut. There was a lot of like blunt trauma. Yeah. Um but no one knows, like, where, how she got there. Like, no one knows about, like, who could have even possibly done it. I think there were some things saying that they thought the dad did it, actually. Um, the dad. Like, the dad of the Black Dahlia. Or is that the... No, it's a different thing. Okay, no, Someone, okay, like, so it's not the same case. Random um, guy thought it was... Or no, are you talking about... No, okay, um... So, I don't think it was actually her dad anyway, excuse me. But, um, there was one that thought it was Jack the Ripper, who I talked about earlier, um, but that was, I think, overturned because they just, I... It seems strange to have someone from London come to LA just to kill someone, but... Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But, but, you know, anything is possible when you're a crazy serial killer. Serial killer. Yeah, um... <laughs> Right. But yeah, um, the Black Dahlia is now also thought to haunt the hotel. So she was last seen on the phone in the tenth floor lounge. Now, or I think it was the tenth floor lounge. Um, and there were these YouTubers, the ones that I talked about earlier, also that Sam actually sat. Yes, so their names are Sam and Colby. You can look at their channel. They do a lot of haunted exploration, different things. Um. But they sat in this 10 floor lounge and turned off as many lights as they could and just sat and were checking to see if they had, would get anything. And they sat for a while um, and eventually a glass, like, check. You know, like, if, a, if you clink a glass together enough, it'll make the, like, yeah. and it'll, like, move. And if you actually, if you, like... If you're picking up the same plates, like if you're picking up multiple plates at a time and they clink together, that's the sound that it made. And they all obviously were startled. And it wasn't it in the dark as well? So yeah, it was also like in the dark and the area where the cups were. So there was a Frappuccino machine and the glass cups. Um, but there was no one in the room. Not like not a single person in the room other than them. That and these glass glasses like moved together. And 
there was like there would be no way that they could move on them on their own because excuse me Bless you. excuse me but there would be no way for them to like move on their own because no wind would be able to push the glass right. not like they wouldn't be able to be attached to anything without like somebody had done it before but there was nobody else in the room, so it couldn't have moved on its own. Like, nothing could have pushed it, and they wouldn't have fallen off of this table because they, it's not like they were stacked at the very front. They were, like, in the back, in the corner, against, like, the walls that this table was in. So, it's just crazy. So, they got startled, they ran to their room, and they got a phone call on the, ho- on, on the hotel phone. Which is so, very strange. Like Because no one else knew that they like no one knew that they were at the hotel like no one knew where they were like none of their f- other friends because there were four of them there there was jake Corey, sam and colby um so no one knew that they were actually at this hotel so even if they did know they wouldn't be calling the hotel phone there's no way you can get the hotel phone for a for a room anyway like you can contact the lobby but you can't call a hotel room unless you're in the hotel so they picked up the phone and normally if there's no one on the other side it'll just be a kind of sound like a dud there was nothing like so somebody had to have been on the other side of the phone doing that like just silently either listening or just not i'm not sure (laughs) exactly and it's like and the black alley was i've seen on the phone so they think that she will call people um, which is just crazy. So, um, that's pretty much the Black Dahlia case. That's yeah. the one that's known at the Biltmore. Um, the Elisa Lamb case has a lot more to it, though. So, yeah. I agree. Well, another thing I want to ask you about the Black yeah. Dahlia is I know there was, I read an article about, because many people are, like, trying to find, obviously, the, um, you know, the murderer and, like, their motive and stuff and whatnot. And so... I'm not really sure exactly how it's connected, but this guy, he thinks his dad did it. His dad has passed away, and he, I didn't read the full article because it was very, like, thorough and intricate and complex and just very detailed, and so he was, like, saying about how he thinks his dad did it, and he spent, like, 15 years of his life obsessing over this case and, like, trying to connect his father to it, and, I mean... I think he's, like, personally, I think he's, like, a really good possibility, but I think the the case is already closed, but, and I don't think... This case was in 47, Yeah, and it just seems kind of, like, strange to open it again. Yeah, I think I did see the article on that. I think that's what I was trying to say with the dad earlier. Um, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I do remember that article, though, which is... I honestly don't know even what to say about that because it's, spending like 15 years of your life obsessing over a single case that's like mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, plus to think like it's your father. Like Yeah, like was, you're trying to connect your father to the murder. Like it's kind Like of what strange. kind of what kind of motive? He just must be convinced like cuz I remember the part like the most thing that I remember about him like finding evidence is that he I think he also lived in LA at the time too. But besides that like, and did business in a Biltmore, but he found, like, a picture of the Black Dahlia in, like, a box of pictures with his family, and it was in, like, the very back, 
So I was like, family, 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 black guy. And he was like, that looks like the girl who just got murdered, like, 20 years ago. And, like, he just, I think from that point, he started either gathering evidence or something. But he's just pretty, like, consumed in this yeah. case. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's alive. <laughs> yeah. He was just an older guy. I think he's in, like, his late 60s. Jeez. So. That's, Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, on to the Elisa Lamb case. So, I'll give you the main premise of it right now. It's basically, it's, <laughs> it's really not pretty. Um, yeah, like, warning, this will... Also pretty graphic yeah. for the most part. I mean, so, I don't know much about, like, where she was before this happened, but all I know is that she was spending the night in the hotel. And this was in 2013, mind you. The Black Dahlia case was in, like, 1947, I think. And, right? Okay. The Yeah, the Black Dahlia case was 47. Yeah. So, this was in, like, 2013. Very recent. And I remember I came across this case when um, she was... So, I was watching a conspiracy video, and because a lot of people are theorizing about it and connecting it to the elevator game, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, and because the reason that they're connecting these cases is because there's surveillance video of her in the elevator walking around like she enters the elevator and she begins to press buttons and then like it takes her to the floor and she presses a few other buttons and whatnot and she starts to just seem very off not you know normal out of and, her head yes and so she there's a few um other things where she's like She's peeking out of the window. She's waving her arm, not window, like Elevator. into the hallway. She's waving her arms and like looking down the hallway. And there's even one. So the door is like from the camera's perspective. The door's on the left, and it opens, and the buttons are on the right. That's pretty standard elevator. And so she's like standing up against the wall of the elevator, and she's trying to peek through the hallway from that perspective. I don't know if she could have seen down the hallway, but. It's very obvious that she's looking down the hallway and trying to see if there's somebody else out there. And it appears when she's, like, waving her arms and, like, talking outside in the hall that there's somebody there. Or, like, she's gesturing and speaking and using, like, her mouth. And I remember, I don't think that this is the same case anymore, but I remember at a time, I think there was one, people, like, said she was, like, in the hallway. Like, actually, there's a camera perspective, a perspective of her in the hallway and she's walking around stumbling and, like, effortlessly knocking in the walls and such. I don't know if this is canon or not, but... I'm not sure. Basically, after all this happened, like, a few hours or days, I'm not exactly sure. I think it's days. Um, they... So there was a report from, like, two hotel residents saying that the water tasted funny and unusual. And... Didn't it have discoloration, too? I think so, yeah. I think it was, like, just a little discolored, and it just... It might have smelled funny as well. And the reason for this is that Elisa Lamb's body was found face down in the water without clothes on and her clothes drifting next to her and her belongings next to her. And in the water tank of the hotel. Yes, in the water tank of the hotel. And so they found her body when they were trying to see what was wrong with the water. And now a few things about this. A lot of people, I think it was deemed as an accident. My thing with the accident part is that how is it an accident? Like, people, oh yeah, people were also saying because she had a bipolar disorder and they might have 
they were saying that maybe she just had like a mental panic or like a, didn't like, some out. people think she went on like a bender too yeah some people thought like it was because of drugs as well and i don't really know i mean it's kind of hard because i mean considering it's an unsolved unsolved case we don't have all the files so it's not like we can you know try to assess this but she was found in the water tank and my thing with an accident is like something to point out if she were to climb in this this is like a maybe eight foot tall probably taller like water tank you and it's it was closed Mm -hmm. when she was in it yeah so how could she have closed it from the inside yeah you can't do you that. can't close it from and, the inside i mean in my opinion it's probably likely that her body was dumped like she wasn't alive or no i think she was drowned no she was drowned in the water tank so she so she was alive she, when was, alive. she was put in there i'm not sure if she tried to like save herself by somehow like becoming naked or i don't know okay like, yeah okay that attacked. could now that you say that that could be a tactic because normally yeah. if you like a strategy for a lot of sailors. Mm-hmm. I know this. My grandpa, my grandparents were sailors. If you fall in the water with your clothes on, strip naked. Oh, yeah. Your yeah, clothes right. create a drag on your body and weigh you down, so it's harder for you to stay afloat. Well, my thing with that, like, if we are talking about that, then she seems to be thinking, like, rationally. So if she's thinking rationally, how could she be on drugs and stuff? Or on a she, bender. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what is a bender exactly? Okay, a bender is just basically where you go off and normally people will disappear. So, like, not disappear for a long time, but disappear for days or, like, hours at a time. Yeah. And they will get, like, they'll drink and do drugs. Oh, I and know what you're talking about. Sm- or smoke, take, like... Just get intoxicated as much. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's... I don't know. I don't she think... didn't seem to be enjoying herself. And I think with mo- most intoxications, like, you're... Like giggly, you're loopy and whatnot, and she yes. did not seem to be enjoying herself considering she was, you know, dead and naked. The surveillance that we found, she seemed off and scared almost. Yeah. So it wasn't like she was, you know, excited to be there. Yeah, and also, wasn't didn't she have severe signs of like internal bleeding? I and, think. And like, like rape. she wasn't. Yeah. Because I think there weren't there signs of, like, forced penetration. I, she yeah. was, like, internally, she was internally bleeding. I do remember you saying that. I know that. And didn't, wasn't she beaten well, at some point? So, that's another thing. Like, I looked up, because I remember, like, this was a few years ago that I had seen the video. That's how I just knew about the case. It was in, like, 2015. Actually, probably more like 2017. But, that so, you saw the Yeah, video. that I saw the video. Yeah. And people conspiracing about it and are theorizing now. But I don't think she actually had internal bleeding, but I'm not exactly sure what happened there. I just remember seeing something about that. And I was like, how could you not deem that as, like, some sort of rape allegation or something? Yeah. But I don't think that's actually true. I'm not exactly sure. And okay. also another thing to mention with the water tanks, I don't know if there was a ladder or not, but if she was very determined to get in there, if she was, and again, I don't know how it got closed. I feel, yeah, I feel like that's the biggest area of concern is, is how it would have gotten closed. Yeah. Because it's not like they make water tanks with door handles on the inside. Exactly. And plus, it's probably really heavy. The, like, yeah. It's metal, and it's large, like, probably, 
I don't know, a good, like, maybe eight feet across. No, not eight feet. Um, I don't know. I can't really tell you what, how big the landed for this, like, tank is, but it's definitely bigger than someone being able to just lift it from the inside, and yeah. But again, a thing to point out is, like, if she was, you know, on a bender or, like, intoxicated or influenced with any, like, sort of mental problems, then if, like, float, making herself float, like, trying to take off the clothes to, like, keep herself alive, you would have to be in a pretty, like, mindful situation and, like, You'd have to be, I think you'd have to be sober and, like, aware of your surroundings. Maybe, because I know, okay, completely unrelated, but I know in the Cask of Amontillado, which is a um, poem by, or no, not poem, short story by Edgar Allan Poe, he was, uh, like, so fortunato to being murdered while he's drunk, and, or, like, he's being led to his murder by his friend in the catacombs, and so he's you know, basically being blocked off into this little, like, corner of the catacombs, and as he's dying, basically, or he's about to die, and he immediately, like, snaps out of his soberness. I'm not sure if, like, the fear from, like, your instincts or your reactions, like, suddenly connect, like, oh, hey, this is wrong. Something's wrong. You have to snap out of it right now, and I'm not sure if all the chemicals just rush to your brain and, like, knocks out that, but I feel like that's a pretty like, likely thing to happen, like, you've got to be, I feel like you'd have to be in a clear mind to think of, like, you know, okay, I'm dying, I have to save myself. The secret, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm looking, I'm looking at the Cecile, like, water tanks. They're on the roof. Yeah, they're on the roof. Of the building. And that's also a question. Mm -hmm. How did you get on the roof? How did you, yeah, in a normal hotel, you can't get on the roof. You're not allowed to. Normally, you'll, you will be arrested. If you do, you'll be kicked out of the hotel. So, a lot of hotels actually, like, take away an entry address kind of to the roof. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in a lot of hotels, you need a key or a key card yeah. to get into it. Um, The water tanks actually do open from the top, though. Yeah, I know. They open from the top. They open from the top, but you still have to have a way to get in it. Yeah. So, now, if we think about it, she could have gotten in them herself sure but she wouldn't have been able to seal it exactly there's no way to seal it from the inside if she would have gotten into the water tank the water levels first off are not high enough for her to float because i'm pretty sure the water tanks are like two they're 2.6 meters tall Mm -hmm. so the water obviously is not as high as the actual water tanks so she wouldn't have been able she wouldn't have been able to get out yeah. First of all, there's no way to get out. There's not, like, a ladder or anything inside because the water is not high enough for her to be able to swim mm-hmm. out. Because it's not, like, so it's she, meant for people to be in there. Yeah, so, I it's mean, she could have closed it, but if she had, she would have had to fling it over herself. Yeah. She would have, like, had to like, fling it over herself. Then, yeah, she would have had to, like, slip into it. And, like, she'd be sitting and then she'd throw it back as she slid in. Yeah. But that's also but, very high risk, and we don't know if she's strong enough to do that, or we don't know, like, the weight of the yeah uh so yeah there are a lot of things sketchy and again if she's like think about it if you're this intoxicated like i don't know it just doesn't click with me because yeah it it just really it doesn't click with me either well if she like forced herself to do this like because if we're thinking that she did do this 
hypothetically, like she flung herself in and somehow managed to close the lid as she was going in. Like, she voluntarily did that, supposedly, and then she was found. And considering, see, I haven't seen any, like, thoughts about this or, like, conspiracies about her trying to save herself with the clothes. A lot of people think that she was, like, harmed or raped or murdered or something and, like, thrown in there to just dispose of the body. Well, if she did, like, try to use that to, like, save herself and not, you know, try to, like, float better, um, I don't think that she would, if she's voluntarily going into this water tank, then she's in a panic trying to save herself. Seems kind of contradictory to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with that. So, I'm not sure. I don't know. There's just a lot of things. And to be honest, I think that's the most of the case. It's still unsolved to this day. Um, do you have anything else to add? I don't, but all I have to say is, like, wow. these ho- <laughs> these hotels, there is something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. There is something wrong and weird things that happen. Like, honestly, I almost at 100%, like, clarity, or I, I'm obviously I am clear about it, but at, like, 100%, like, positivity, like, I'm almost 100% sure that these hotels are, like, haunted in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. Because I feel like there's just so many, like, There are so incidents. many inst- instances and coincidences mm-hmm. that you can't really call them coincidences anymore. Yeah. Pretty makes a pattern, like I've been saying. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's just, you know, like, I think you're getting what we're saying. It's just very skeptical and suspicious, and I know... The Cecile is like rebranded because they're trying to like cover up or like destigmatize like the surrounding the stigma of her death because this was pretty recent. It was only seven years ago, and it's weird because most of these murders that I've been reading about have happened before I was alive, and this one is so recent. It's kind of weird to think about that this could you know be happening right now, maybe somewhere else in some either like different country I don't know it's just kind of mind-boggling to think about like this is reality for some people and it's not just a discussion topic yeah it's real yeah for sure but uh that this will conclude our podcast yeah thank you for listening I hope appreciate for listening this long yeah um (laughs) I hope that you found this interesting yes and yes and you can do more research on these if you would like to know more about anything the paranormal activities that happen in the hotels the elevator game the black dahlia thus elisa lamb case Mm -hmm. anything feel free to look up and research more so this is hasta la vista from your host (laughs) signing off Hope you have a great rest of your day, rest of your night. Rest of your life, you know, if it's long. <laughs> just kidding, I'm just kidding. We hope, I hope it's yes. long, Avery. Yes, we hope it's long, we hope it's long. Oh, Lord, okay. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke about murder. Okay. Okay. Anyway, goodbye. Anyway, goodbye, people.